Hi, Hi Kitty Wing listeners. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Juliana. Glad you're all here for story time. Okay, open-hearted, playful, and intelligent listeners. This is episode number 15. This story highlights the number 15 and the letter O. Woohoo! Thanks for listening and being part of the Kitty Wing crew with us and our octopus pal, Ozzy. Are we ready to guess the animal in this story? We sure are. Let's go. Okay, here are your three clues. Number one, this animal lives in the sea and is known for their round bodies. Round bodies in the sea. Okay. Number two, they are considered the most intelligent of all invertebrates. Oh, interesting. And number three, this one will really help you, Lindsay, and mm-hmm. listeners. They have eight arms. Ooh, eight arms. And I wonder if they have three hearts. <laughs> hmm, listeners, what do you think it is? I think I know this one. O has a special place in our crew. Yes. Is it an octopus? Maybe even Ozzy? Yes. This story is extra special because it is about our mascot and best bud, Ozzy. Woohoo! And we got to develop this story with a bunch of Kitty Wing fans at our launch party. So it's super duper extra special for Lindsay and I. Yes. Thank you to all of those participants at the launch party. This story is all thanks to you. Yes. I cannot wait to listen along. And for this extra special episode, we chatted with a scientist who studies zoology. She knows a lot about animals. So stick around till the end for that awesome conversation. And as always, listen for our letter and number. This time, O and 15. Enjoy a Kitty Wing story from us. It's time to listen, and then we'll discuss. Yahoo! Let's go! Ozzy the octopus loves going to parties, but has never planned one before. Last night, he dreamt he was at an amazing party for his favorite toy, his stuffed animal, Opal the Owl. (laughs) His dream gave him an outstanding idea. His best friend, Sammy the seahorse's birthday was around the corner, and Ozzy decided to throw him a birthday bash. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. On their daily swims home from school together, Sammy often talks about how much he loves the pool and how good he is getting at seahorse spins. Oh, fun. Yeah. Naturally, Ozzy decides to throw the party at the neighborhood pool. Oh, the pool's an awesome place for a party, especially for Ozzy and his friends because they're all fabulous swimmers. Yeah. I'm glad Ozzy thought about this idea from their conversations to and from school. These school walks are actually how Ozzy and Sammy became so close. Oh, I love walking with friends. Walking is not only great exercise, but it also it's just a wonderful time to have conversations with friends or whoever you're walking with. You're my favorite walking buddy. Oh, you're mine too. Ozzy and Sammy shared lots of stories with each other on every walk. But back to the party planning. <laughs> Ozzy knows his mom always writes an invitation list to start. He wanted 15 friends in total. Hmm. Sammy and Ozzy made two, and Ozzy added 12 more friends to the list. That left one extra invitation. Ozzy decided to include Ariel, the Little Mermaid, as an extra special guest. Oh, that's awesome. I hope Ariel can make it to the pool party. Me too. Now, Ozzy sent the invitations out through the ocean's speediest mail service, the local Ocean Current. An ocean current is a continuous, 
direct movement of seawater that's generated by a number of forces acting upon the water. That's like wind, breaking waves, and temperature. Cool. For Ozzy, this meant his mail would arrive to everyone before you could say zippity-zoom. That is super speedy and Mm -hmm. so cool to think about all those forces working together. Totally. And the next party planning step for Ozzy was picking out food. His mom suggested a fruit salad and a veggie tray. Great ideas. Those would be my ideas, too. Yeah, but wait. Don't you have to have desserts for a birthday party? Oh, well, yes. And Sammy loves chocolate. So Ozzy decided to pick up his absolute favorite treat from their local bakery, Brookie's Cookies. Oh, yum. These are their underwater delights. They're called their double bubble brownie bars. Double bubble brownie bars. Wow. Those Mm -hmm. sound amazing. With the invitations and food choices complete, Ozzy started to pick out the decorations. With his stuffed animal, Opal the Owl, under his tentacle, Ozzy and his mom swam to the Seagull City Party Store. (laughs) And wow, it was a party extravaganza. The store was chock full of party-tastic supplies. Walking down aisle 15, Ozzy saw balloons, streamers, and even a blow-up owl. so cool. He set Opal next to the owl and stepped back to take their picture. When he stepped back, he immediately got distracted with what was in the next aisle. It was filled with decorations of superheroes. Ah, and superheroes happened to be Sammy's favorite. Mom helped Ozzy pick out a few superhero-themed decorations, and they quickly swam home to grab the food and desserts and head to the pool to start setting up. At the pool, Ozzy and his mom started to decorate. Everything was looking fantastic, and Ozzy asked his mom to take a picture of him with Opal the Owl so he could add it to a scrapbook. As his mom got the camera ready, Ozzy searched for Opal. He couldn't find her anywhere. Where is Opal? Ozzy yelled. His belly was doing backflips and his heart felt like it was in quicksand. Uh Opal the owl was always with Ozzy, so how could she not be there now? Mom gave Ozzy a hug and suggested retracing their steps. That means thinking back to all the places you've been recently. Yeah. Where could Opal have been left? Well, did Ozzy leave Opal at home in his bed? Uh, is she in their underwater minivan? Is she at the Seagull City Party Store? Those were the places Ozzy thought about, too. The party started in 45 minutes. It takes 15 minutes to drive to the store and 15 minutes to drive back. Mm. Do you think they can make it before the party starts, Jules? Oh, I think they can make it, especially with that speedy minivan. You got it. (laughs) Zippity zoom and vroom, vroom, vroom. Off they went, the two of them as a pair. Once they arrive, will Opal still be there? They started to swim through the aisle. Aisle one, two, three, four, five. No Opal. Uh Uh-oh. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ozzy's tentacles started to sweat. Oh, boy. Rounding the corner, 11, 12, 13, 14. Where was she? As Ozzy looked down aisle 15, he saw the big blow-up owl, and guess what was sitting right next to it? Uh, Opal the owl! Yes! She was right where Ozzy had left her. Yay! And now she was safe and sound in Ozzy's tentacles. And now it took him five minutes to find Opal. 
His mom reminded him they only have 25 minutes left before Sammy's birthday party began. So, zippity-zoom and vroom, 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 off they went, the two of them as a pair. When they get back to the pool, will Sammy's friends be there? Well, it's a good thing Mom's underwater minivan sure was fast. Yes. They arrived with 10 minutes to spare and finished decorating for the party. Everyone arrived, and the party was a hit. woo woo Sammy told Ozzy that it was the best birthday he'd ever had and loved the double bubble brownies from Brookie's Cookies Bakery. Aw, that's so great. Sammy didn't think the party could get any better. That is, until Ozzy's mom got everyone together for a picture and in walked a late guest. Do you know who it was, Jules? Was it everyone's favorite mermaid? Yes! Ariel even made it to Uh, the party. Wow! So glad the invitation made it to her in time and that she was able to make the party. Sammy the Seahorse and Ozzy both agreed that this birthday party would go down in ocean history as the best party ever. And that's the end. Let's call a kitty wink. Hi, Kitty Wing. Can you introduce yourself? I'm Joanne, and I'm a scientist, um, and I'm thrilled to be part of this show. I've enjoyed the podcast, and I've learned a lot, which is part of why I became a scientist, because I like learning things. Thank you, Joanne, for being with us today. We're so happy to have you here. Can you tell us what type of scientist you are? I am a research scientist, so I collect information on animals, and I analyze it, and then we help make decisions based on the analysis. What's your favorite animal to research? Um, Parrots. So I worked on a project in Puerto Rico with the parrots, and I learned a lot about parrots and got very fond of parrots while I was there. Oh, that's amazing. I don't think I've ever seen a parrot in real life. Well, they actually um, have some in Chicago that you could see. They're not native. They're not naturally here, but they've escaped from people's homes. Oh. And they set up a colony down by um, the Museum of Science and Industry. And you can go down and see the parrots. They live um, surrounding transformers, like an electrical thing, like Mm. a telephone wire pole. And where it's nice and warm so they can make it through Chicago winters. Well, I was going to say, we were talking earlier about habitats, and this is a very different habitat yeah. than their yes. native one, right? Yes, it, it certainly is. But animals are pretty adaptable. Some of them aren't. So like an octopus couldn't live on a telephone pole. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of an octopus, this is a very special episode for us because Ozzy, our octopus mascot, is with us through everything we do. And we love thinking about where he lives. Now, where do octopus live? Well, I think if you've been listening to the podcast, you know they live in water. Yes. (laughs) So I live in a big city next to a big lake. The big lake does not have octopus. And that's because the water is fresh water. And octopus live in the ocean or seawater, which is very salty. So If you were to taste the water, it would taste like salt. It wouldn't taste like the water coming out of your faucet. Yeah. And that's their habitat, a place where you can find the right kind of food, where you can find um, shelter. 
and where you can um, have companions. And do do you know if octopi, do they live by themselves or do, do they live with families? They're pretty much, they live by themselves, but they live in the ocean with other creatures. So, you know, they might live with shrimps or um, mollusks, or obviously they live with seahorses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so there are other creatures living around them, but they tend to be more solitary is the word we use. They like to live alone. But they still like to have a place, their habitat for them wants to feel safe. So, you know, they have to find some place that gives them shelter where they can hide if they need to. So um, that's that's sort of part of what a habitat is. Well, and it's interesting you brought up how habitats are also about protecting themselves and staying safe. So how specifically would an octopus protect themselves in the ocean? Like you said, they would hide. How would they do that? Well, they have um, animals that want to eat them, like whales and Mm. dolphins and sharks, big animals that can come after the octopus. So they do need to protect themselves as much as they can. And they have a couple of different ways. One of the more interesting, I think it's interesting, one of the more interesting ways is um, camouflage. That's um, another good word besides habitat. And camouflage is like trying to blend in with your surroundings, like a disguise almost. So one of the things that they can do is that they can change the color of their skin. That's amazing. Wow. And they can change it to blue or red or pink or yellow or orange. Wow. And so it's, um, it, and it happens very quickly. They can do it quickly. And the reason some of those colors would be right, because you would think, well, how can that blend into the surroundings. Yeah. Um, There's lots of bright colored corals. There's lots of bright colored fish. And so actually the color does change their appearance and it helps them blend in. That's incredible. So cool. Yeah. So like as an example for a human being, some people disguise at Halloween. Yeah. Um, I sort of camouflage myself and try to blend in with my surroundings when I go over to the park and look for birds so I don't want to end up wearing a red shirt with white polka dots because mm-hmm. that would stand out. But if I wore green and brown, I would blend in with the trees in the park and the birds might not notice me. Very cool. And one thing when I was listening to the story, the word outstanding came mm-hmm. up and that happens to be my favorite O word. <laughs> and something outstanding that we talk about with Octopus and Ozzy is that they have three hearts. Yes. Which is pretty incredible. Yes. And is there anything else that's outstanding about octopi? Well, things that surprised me. So I I thought, well, okay, maybe they live a long time because they have these three hearts. Yeah. But Mm. they only live about one to five years. And they only have one um, group of of offspring. uh, That's once in a lifetime. Wow. But they have 100 to 500,000 at a time. Oh my goodness. A number that's hard to imagine. We think twins is a lot. <laughs> yeah. No wonder they, they need more than three hearts. My goodness. <laughs> yes. yes. Now, so all of those, a single baby octopus could have many, many, many siblings, wow. many brothers and sisters, all born on the same day. They don't all survive or the whole earth would be taken over by yeah. octopus. Right. But, um, you know, that there that's the potential. That is an outstanding fact about octopus. Yes, it is outstanding. Joanne, at the end of every episode, we have a would you rather question. 
So we'll start with ours. Okay. Would you rather be an octopus <laughs> with three hearts or an octagon? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it depends. If if the octagon was a a group of stars up in the sky, that would be sort of fun. But I think, of course, I'd say octopus. Yeah, that's kind of an easy one. (laughs) But they both have eight in them, right? Octopus with eight legs and an octagon with eight sides. Yes. That's true. What about you, Lindsay? Would you like to be an octagon rolling around? No, I want to be an octopus. (laughs) Me too. Maybe not so many babies, but <laughs> yeah, maybe not. It would be a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it would be a lot of mouths to feed, but and a lot of hugs to give. But that would probably be the fun part. Mm-hmm. Joanne, would, do you have a would you rather for us? Would you rather eat salt, drink salt water, or faucet water? Ooh, Ooh I would say faucet water. I think salt water would make me even thirstier. That's a good answer. I'm kind of torn because. Growing up, anytime I had a sore throat, my mom had me gargle with salt water. Yes. I guess that's not the same as drinking it. So I think I, I think with drinking, I, I'd stick with tap. Yeah. What about you, Joanne? Well, the first time you sip salt water, you sort of go, "Oh, that's interesting." Yeah. <laughs> um, but then not, not you don't want a second sip. <laughs> right. Well, thank you, Joanne, and thank you, Kitty Wink crew, for being on another episode, and we can't wait to see you again next time. Bye-bye. Bye, Joanne. Bye, Kitty Winks. (laughs) That was so fun to be with all of you and have a conversation with our scientist Kitty Wink guest, Joanne. If you would like to be a Kitty Wink guest, please reach out. We'd love to have you. Email us at contactkittywink at gmail.com and check out our Instagram page at Kitty Wink Crew. We would love to have artwork from our Kitty Winks to share. Can you draw Ozzy the octopus in his habitat? Please send it our way and we might just feature your artwork on our page. Thanks for letting us share what we love, stories. Please come back next week for a new podcast story adventure. We want to grow our community, so please show us some love by liking, subscribing, and reviewing. Yes, thank you. Always remember to love yourself, others, and spread that love everywhere. Or, as Ozzy would say, lead with your three hearts. Goodbye. Yay! Stories written and read by Juliana Bria and Lindsay Farley. Original theme by Miriam Mayer. Artwork by Amy Nicholson and Maggie Porter. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. This has been a Kitty Wing Crew production.